0: hello this is ken ferry with this week's boots in the field report things continue to chug along this week we're seeing some new stuff develop though on the disease front you know along with the goss's wilt which we continue to find and the fisoderm brown spot which in some fields is pretty tough and of course the big one gls um, we're starting to see more movement of the tar spot about two and a half three weeks ago the guys found it in a field up north of peoria and now we've identified tar spot as far south as hayworth so that's the furthest it's come uh in that direction so we're we're starting to see a wider uh adaptation of this disease and we'll continue to monitor to see if we can eventually figure out which varieties are doing better with it also this week we're now it's easier to find northern Uh, So the cooler temperatures and moisture is brought northern as well as uh, common rust. So things are changing out there. Pest teams be kind of keeping an eye on it as far as especially this June corn, which we may have to pick it up with a fungicide or at least start preparing for harvest with the the amount of pressure. Ear molds are also present. Start to see some Diplodia ear molds. And the other thing we saw this uh, week in, in the ear side was some fields got significant earworm damage i've been in a couple of fields that i would say 80 to 90 percent of the ears have some earworm damage for the most part the earworms are um, gone uh, but they've left damage behind and you're starting to see some tip mold so remember as you're scouting out there the earworm and bird damage are where we're more likely to run into things like the aflatoxin issue so um, we don't want to Uh, end up with a bin full of things that we can't sell but for the most part the diplodia ear rod has been very limited to certain hybrids and corn on corn and of course that diplodia would have came in with wet weather during pollination now we do continue to fight the war on aphids in this june corn but we did see some things this week to finally give me some hope that uh, mother nature is going to show up so we have found some Lace wings and lady bee larva and most of it of course is where we've received the rain but the rain is uh starting to turn the tide for us mother nature is going to be here i think to help we did find two fields this week where we had diseased aphids and the diseased aphids looked like they were going to take out the population so not all the corn's in the clear but there is indicators where we did receive rain uh, that we might be making finally the swing back in the other direction yield checks in the dry area to the north this week again we're checking corn from 130 to 220 so really depend on uh, what kind of range you got and what kind of root systems you had underneath it locally here in the hayworth area um, rain amounts of anywhere from three and a half to over six inches in the last two weeks so that has really kind of set us up and locked and loaded a lot of this yield meaning that i think we'll have enough now to to get ourselves in really good shape especially the soybeans we really needed that rain and i think it did come in time for the most part locally here we're yield checking in that 210 250 range and i have more confidence with this moisture now to lower that divide number that's what we talked about earlier if you have your kernel counts you can watch the weather where we've been getting the rain I'm more likely to now start dividing by 80. We just need time uh, and we need some heat. In the beans this week, we saw some of the first visual signs of sudden death. And it's that was in the April beans. Haven't seen the sudden death in our May or June beans. Don't expect to see a lot in the May-June beans because they get out of the ground pretty quick. Those April beans, some of them spent over 20 days on the ground. So we're going to put them under some pretty good pressure even if they were treated sudden death uh, to start to show up we are finding more aphids in the beans this week so past teams beyond watch uh, especially these beans that are still only r4 r5 um, keep an eye on it because this aphid population could give us trouble like the corn population so we finish out the week uh, in north central iowa up around osage iowa and uh, spent the whole day here with uh, joel malachek and some of his customers and uh taking a look at the crop and joe as i as we went to all these fields today one thing is pretty clear is things are getting a little tight here from a moisture perspective i can I can see it was the opposite earlier because we can pick up tile lines so dealing like the rest of us you know you must have been wet in the spring itself today we saw corn that's 15 days from black layer all the way out to 40 45 days from black layer um, probably most of it, at least 30 or 35 days out from black layer, um, is this corn up here? Do you think it's going to make it? And, and what's led to the conditions as far as where we are today? What we're seeing out here, and how do you how do you feel about the crop compared to an average here in
1: Osage? Yeah, so I guess the are we going to make it or not? It's going to depend a lot upon uh, October, and we're going to need a lot of some some weather that's going to be. Uh, Favorable for us to finish this crop, especially this late planted corn that we have, uh, as, as as we saw today. And you ask about what what got us here, and I think it was our our April and May, and it went clear into June where we just we just couldn't shut the rain off, and a lot of delayed planting, a lot of uh, planting that was uh, put in conditions that probably weren't weren't the best.
0: That one of the things that that was also very prevalent today in just about every field we were in and and that was some pretty crushing disease pressure the the physoderm brown spot uh was almost in every field and, and some of the heaviest physoderm i thought we had it heavy in illinois uh i learned today that uh, you can have physoderm three leaves above the ear uh, especially in this corn on corn and a tremendous amount of common rust and um of course, a little bit of gray leaf, but more northern showing up. We saw fields today that I think, even though they're sprayed with a fungicide, are going to come apart before they finished. What were the What were the weather conditions to bring the amount of disease that you have up here that we're seeing?
1: So going back to that physoderma I think, came back from the early season again. The heavy rainfalls, lots of rain, and just seemed like it, it was just raining all the time. Uh, the disease, the common rust that we've seen, some of the northern, I attribute that to... Uh, having the conditions that are that are uh, uh, favorable for that, uh, we had moderate temperatures. Didn't have the hot, dry weather. Uh, a lot of mornings with uh, you know heavy dews, uh, sometimes in fogs in the morning. Uh, it just seemed like we were setting ourselves up for things. Uh, the recipe was right, and uh, we started scouting fields before we started pulling the trigger for to apply fungicides, and it just things just came together. And as you saw today. Uh, it looks it's they're continuing to to light things up yeah
0: and usually when we see cracks in the ground and we see corn running out of water we're not too much worried about um you know some of these diseases but i'm assuming that while you didn't have the rain you must had some some wet mornings and fog issues and stuff like that
1: yes early morning fogs that uh, were hanging around for a while uh you you just knew that that it was a that was the day that the disease was going to be spread
0: i I've seen some fields today that really probably should have been sprayed a second time. It's kind of hard to do that when you're talking about June planted corn. And and uh, where do you think the yields are in general here as far as what what's the expectations of your customers uh, compared to the average, I guess?
1: Uh, I agree with what, what everybody else is saying. We're, we're going to be off. There's going to be some good corn in spots. However, you drive by with the, down the road and it looks pretty good. I've had the opportunities to be up in the air in airplanes the last couple weeks and it's, it's humbling uh, to see it aerially, these fields. Uh, we all know what, what uh, zeros do to yield monitor averages. It takes all day to try and bring that average back up before you hit that area. So uh, I'm convinced or I feel that uh, we are not gonna raise the crop that we normally do
0: driving in here this morning i was uh seeing a lot of nitrogen deficiency um you know as far as not every field but a lot of the fields are now starting to show the nitrogen the deficiencies up at the top now most everything that we're in today actually looked pretty impressive from from a, a nitrogen side um what, what are the big differences here in the neighborhood that are making such a, such a difference between one field and the next?
1: Uh, guys that are split applying their N is in the fields we're looking at today are all that situation. Uh, the split applications of N, uh, a lot of guys moving to uh, a, a weed and feed type situation, uh, some planter applied and then coming back and side dressing whether that's wide dropping or, or side dressing. Uh, those are the fields that we saw today that uh, look pretty healthy our fall applied ammonias or everything loaded up front as a pre-plant uh, just with with as much rain as we've had just couldn't hang on
0: uh, the one field we're in where we were kind of blonde all the way to the top um and we shucked back those ears and and there was um you know went from 45 long to probably 22 long there was a massive abortion on the tip Um, that was kind of scary if, if some of these other fields look the same way, there's probably going to be a pretty good surprise, uh, for the guys that aren't out of there actually looking at that corn. Exactly. Well, Joe, I appreciate the the time and and hopefully you'll get out there this fall and you'll call me back and say, man, well, we don't know where this crop came from, but it's sure here. Um, we'll be, uh, expecting the best.
1: I hope so. Thanks.
0: To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.